y'all. Okay. Hello and welcome to Say When, a Geeky Podcast, episode 42. No, it's not. Are you sure? I'm positive. Are you sure? Because everything's 42, right? It happens every... No? <laughs> 42 uh, years ago. Okay. Well, all right. It's, it's episode 30-something, mm-hmm. and this is Say When's review. Spoiler review, like totally spoiler re- re- review, of the rise of Palpatine. So, wait, wait. Palpatine? No, I think you're yeah, actually you're right. It is. I am yeah, right. You're right. It is. It is. It yeah, yeah. Palpatine. Yeah, right. Palpatine. Palpatine. Yeah. Okay. Agreed. So, um, this is our review, y'all, and we have been looking forward to this movie for two years, and we, um, um, we we've been looking forward to this movie for two years. Um, you might not <laughs> want to let the kids listen to the episode. This is a bit of a drinking episode. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We all are having to numb ourselves cheers, to, cheers. <laughs> to get through this episode. And we just got back from the theater, um, watching it for the second and some of us the third time. Um, <clears throat> so we're all together yeah. again. And to, and to put this into perspective for y'all, I haven't had a drink in almost two years. And I felt the need to drink. Tross has driven so, me to drink. So, so you mean trop? Uh, yes pardon Um, me trop trop um so yeah i'm sally in case you don't know and i'm melissa and i'm frankie (laughs) so we thought we'd try to be positive first and uh come up with the three things that we most enjoyed about this movie episode nine who wants to go first yeah uh okay I will go with the very one of the very final scenes. Oh, okay, okay. That's because I had to really think, and it's um, so at the, one of the very final scenes is after they've won the kind of like you know the big hurrah, and they've mm-hmm. landed back on not Yavin Four, okay. which I got wrong on my bingo card. By the way, I won the bingo. Just so y'all know, yeah. I got all the snacks. Uh-huh. Of course she did. So and then <laughs> it shows it shows you know Ray and Finn and Poe hugging because like, you're looking like past Luke Skywalker mm. and Ray and Finn and Poe are hugging here and then about wait Luke Skywalker not Luke I'm sorry looking past Luke Skywalker's um, X-wing X-wing mm. and you see Ray Finn and Poe all embracing and about six feet away you see Chewbacca C-3PO and R2D who also celebrating with the Falcon in the background that is I, I enjoy that because it does you know. They're celebrating, and it does show, you know, the old and the new mm-hmm. at the same time mm-hmm. while bringing in mm-hmm. some of that. So I enjoyed that one scene, and I will have to search and think while you guys tell God, yours. Melissa, what did you enjoy? Um, <clears throat> well, one of mine will kind of give things away a little bit, but I'll just say that um, another thing I really enjoyed was seeing uh, C-3PO have such a larger role in mm-hmm. this movie, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. a lot of them quite comical, um, and then also moving. Um, so <clears throat> that was one of my favorite parts of this movie. Okay. Okay. I, I'll be honest. I did get a lot of the things I wanted in this movie, but the way I got them, it was sort of like, uh, there, there are any number of analogies that work, but <clears throat> one of the things that I really wanted was Vendemption and I did get Vendemption. So I did enjoy seeing a redeemed Ben Solo for a significant portion of the movie. Of course, he only said the word Al, but Adam Driver's a brilliant actor, so we got a lot of things from him just from 
his facial expressions and his actual acting prowess. So I really feel like uh, Adam Driver really helped pull this movie across the finish line in ways that uh, J.J. may or may not have intended. I, I don't know. So I really <laughs> I did enjoy that. I, the redeemed Ben Solo was was definitely worth it for me. Have you come up with anything else, Frankie, or you, is that it? Um, I like seeing Wedge. I did like seeing Wedge. He's for that split second. That split second. That Where he did blow something up big. He did blow something up big. Checked off your bingo Checked card. Checked off my bingo card. That infuriated me, by the it way. It was not the best way to do Wedge, but I at least enjoyed. You know, because like I said, I've read lots of the books and things like that, and he's been a character I've enjoyed. Um, so, I did enjoy seeing Wedge. Okay. Anybody else? Um, okay, so I thought of another one. <clears throat> I really enjoyed on the second round when I was actually able to um, see the part with Han, um, the memory of Han. Mm. Um, I enjoyed that. The first go round, I was still crying from mm. Chewbacca's mm. meltdown, and I just had tears in my eyes, and I couldn't really actually see Han Solo. (laughs) But, um, and especially whenever he said, I know. I was Mm. just like, Mm. I was was clamped. (laughs) (laughs) Talk amongst yourselves. Um, So, I really also enjoyed, and this may come, come out of left field, I enjoyed actually right before that scene where Ray had just stabbed Ben and then healed him and she looked at him and she said I did want to take your hand I want to take Ben's hand and that has been something that I have been screaming about non-stop falling on deaf ears for two years you have uh-huh nobody never noticed that and it was nice to get that kind of well validation mm-hmm. and um i'm too kind of a person to say i told you so for the next two years but not in the theater at least twice while watching the movie right right, right. <laughs> i think i earned that for the record and so i really did enjoy that as well that 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 she explicitly stated that she wanted to take his hand ben specifically ben's hand and and i thought that was earned earned in that moment so that's me frankie do you have anything else that you liked about this movie or are you coming nope, up Charles? i'm done yeah that's it. i'm done wow wow i'm done i i didn't i so as, actually, I, I actually you actually guys, have one more thing okay you guys finish that because then because like we kind of started as we were watching and I, then I, you've got a salt session to go all yeah right, so, so y'all go ahead i'm done i'm done all my happy moments are over oh okay well i mean my third happy moment is kind of a Catch-22, because if you listen to the podcast, you know that I usually choose, like, heroic characters that have, like, ultimate power. And so I kind of enjoyed seeing a more powerful Ray um, in that respect. But um, I'm sure that it made a lot of people unhappy to see these powers that had never been exhibited before, kind of like in previous episodes that we had watched like with um leia whenever we Mm -hmm. see her exhibit a lot of things that we haven't seen in the past so they took a lot of liberties and so it was it was a happy moment but also kind of a moment i don't Mm. know i don't know how else to explain it okay Uh, and obviously my my last moment that i actually enjoyed in the movie was 
the kiss between Ben and Ray, and, and I was really glad that she initiated it so I don't have to listen to fake woke discussions of how um, he sort of forced her to kiss him or something like that because she's obviously the one that initiated that. So I actually was glad that it happened that way. Of course, I then had the soul-crushing job of watching the rest of the film. So that sort of tempered any enjoyment I might have had in that. And uh, those are my happy moments, too. It's, 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 it's really crazy how effectively J.J. managed to actually unite Frankie and I on the same page. We, we, for different reasons. I we, mean, we talked about that. We were like, you know, we have argued about this for a long time. And it, he, he managed to make us both angry in different ways. Right. right. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, if you've listened, listened to the podcast, you know that Sally and I have come at this from two different directions. And, uh, but, yeah, we, yeah we, we are united. Maybe for, for different once. reasons. But, yeah, we are definitely. And, like, one of the things, because we, we're sitting, Sally and I are sitting beside. Sally was in the middle as the moderator, I guess. And. I leaned over, like during the, during the like the Actually, rolling the popcorn bucket, right? I mean, yeah, you had the popcorn bucket, but like during the, the during the you know the words uh, the rolling, t- I, and I was like when I first saw this, I got nervous, mm-hmm. and I said, did you, did you were you the same when you just like you were like yes, and I mean because when it opens with the dead speak exclamation point, that's not how Star Wars crawls open, right? And they don't. They don't, and I said to you guys, I was like, "This doesn't even feel like when I when my initial reaction said this doesn't even feel like a Star Wars movie." To okay, me. I need you to unpack that because it did feel like a Star Wars movie to me. It just a really fast pace, give me a chance to process that my favorite character just died thing. But could you please explain to me why it didn't feel Star Warsy? So it started with that initial scroll screen. That didn't. Um, that made me very. I was like, "That's not how Star Wars starts." Um, sure. And then it never like. I just felt like I was in too many places too fast, too often. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm processing this. Oh, wait, 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 nope, never mind. We're going here. We're going here. We're going here. And I wanted. And, and another thing we agreed on. I was like, the movie needed to be 15 to 20 minutes longer, mm-hmm. and just like. And its initial runtime was 2:35, which, given all the stuff that got thrown in our faces, and we were expected to accept. Cutting that fourteen minutes was a mistake. Oh, it felt so rushed. It did it feel. Was it a felt rushed. Mm-hmm. And that was some things like, like you know, especially the, the original trailers. There were times like you, it gives you time to, like the process. death, the process, mm-hmm. and things like that. And maybe, maybe it's because I'm old now, and I need, I need more time to process. Right, it's just something like that. Something I'm used to, but it felt rushed. And I didn't get to process all the scenes. Like you said, you were still crying about Chewbacca. Yeah, and, and then it just jumps right into a like really important scene. So. um... Things like that didn't feel very Star Wars to me. The uh, there's a lot of uh, we talked about the, the um, Knights of Ren being just basically useless characters. But, they were a little bit like glorified Praetorian guards, maybe. Yeah. But and that's the exact reason that Ryan Johnson didn't use them because he knew he was going to kill them off. So he was like, "I'm not going to use the Knights of Ren because I'm just going to kill these folks off. So let me leave the Knights of Ren for then Colin Trevorrow, who was fired, mm-hmm. um, but still got writing credit, which is in and of itself terrifying because if he if, if this was better than what he came up with holy sweet baby Jesus uh-huh. um, if this was better right what right. did he have I have no idea none zero what did he have well if if any of the leaks were accurate well, it turns out the then leaks, it would have been a total dumpster fire well but the leaks it turns out that there were leaks that were accurate by Jedi Paxis and most 
Okay. Admittedly, my corner of the fandom has a bias. We are fervently vindictionist, generally speaking. We are... Um, we are crew, and, and I mean, there are thousands of us that um, that were fans of this dynamic between Ray and Kylo Ren, and some of them said Ray and Ben Solo, so Ray Lowe, right? And I've now lost my train of thought because I've been drinking too much. So <laughs> um, it's just just it, let it out. You can't you can't hold all this in. It's just frustrating. It's, it's really frustrating because we. What was it that you had said? About it being a dumpster fire? A dumpster fire. So General Texas <laughs> had all these leaks, right? And he, he, it was back in like September, October. And he dumps all these leaks on the Star Wars subreddit, right? Mm-hmm. The Star Wars leaks subreddit. And people are reading them. And some people are like, yeah, yeah, that's great. And then people in my corner of the van are reading going, this is a complete trash fire of a movie. This can't be right. There's no way JJ's that bad at this job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turns out he was. Right. The stuff he held back, he held back all the Raylo bits. He held back the stuff that gave context to this dynamic between Ray and Ben Solo. And he certainly held back the kiss until the very end. And he's like, then they did this weird fan fiction like kiss. And I'm like, since when is kissing somebody fan fiction? Like, that's like, well, I mean, for the large. No. How am I going to say this without You're setting gonna, Sally? You are not going to be able to tell me that a majority of the fandom didn't see this. After The Last Jedi, so many more people Still saw it. in the middle of the movie, they're trying to kill each other. Literally, she did kill him and brought and him back brought to life. Back. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but then this she is got the most toxic relationship ever. Oh, Jesus. It and, is a toxic relationship. You, okay, don't, you okay, killed here's people, the thing. though. I mean, you if, killed him. But this is... Okay. If we want to look at this and go into real life one-to-one parallels, then we can do that and we can start calling each other out on all sorts of crap. But the reality of the situation is if you were dating someone that I thought was that toxic, Melissa, I would be like, dump his ass. You know that because I have done that to you (laughs) more than once. I've said, you should dump him, you should dump him, you should dump him. You know that I would do this. This is fiction and I enjoy enemies to lovers tropes in fiction. Do I think that really happens in real life? No, because I live in the real world. But uh, fiction is a place, a safe space to enjoy things that you don't necessarily want in your real life. And so let's try not to be like, it's just so toxic. Let's just try to say, okay, this is the dynamic that was there. This was the dynamic that was intended by the creators and, and roll with it. Okay. You don't have to like it, but that's what it was. Well, this is definitely fiction, as proven by horses in the upper atmosphere that didn't freeze and die. Right. <laughs> before you give the side, before you give the side, they were. It, no, I mean, I actually, I believe I, I'm. There was so much wrong with this movie. Even I'm sitting there going, because 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 the things we talked about, we argued over the last Jedi was like how much suspension of disbelief, and we actually agreed on the the the, the amount of suspension of disbelief in anything was too much for us to like it was too much for you and you and you defended the last jedi mm-hmm. but even you admitted this was this was this was just there were so many things that were just too far mm-hmm. it was too far gone um we're frustrated y'all it's yeah. we're so fr- i mean i promise we're star wars fans 
I I am wearing a Mandalorian shirt right now with Baby Yoda on his shoulder. <laughs> and, it's and it's not legal. I had somebody like make me an illegal shirt. I'm like, look, <laughs> I'm gonna send you a picture off the internet, and you gonna make me a shirt. And he's like, got you, but he goes, I got you. And he, he did. Like the next day, boom, showed up at my, showed up at. Yeah, and I have. All, we all have on our Star Wars gear, but I'm <clears> rage wearing hashtag Save Ben Solo. That's total rage too. Um, rage. Because he's dead, and apparently people laughed in your theater. So in my theater, like so, things about I was actually listening. So in my theater, which was I'm going to put this out there too. My theater was very empty on opening night on the uh, on the. Ours was pretty empty too, like relatively speaking. I don't half full maybe. would you say half full is about right, Um, Melissa? Maybe a little over half full. Yeah, mine was not quite two thirds. Mine was not quite half full. when, when they kissed, it was very, it was very uh, funny and the not funny. I don't know the right words to say. So the men groaned and the women cheered, and then he died and everybody laughed. Wow. Because, probably because nobody believed that he was actually dead because well, he'd it's just been like, killed twice and well, he came just, back both times. And well, so the like, third time, of course, he's going to come back apparently not. Um, and I wasn't the one. So when they chucked him, you know, when when and Palpatine chucked him down the hole. Right and stupidest. Way I I don't know. I you know somebody in the back guy went really and because I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, well, there's the plot hole where there's there's him coming back because he's just off scene. He's you know he's going to come rushing back. And I was angry because I'm then then I'm angry for the whole next scene, the whole like next two minutes because I'm like, oh, he's just thrown off off stage. He's going to come back and he's going to have to play the hero some kind of way. Because instead he plays a sacrificial lamb. Right, but it's just I'm not like some kind of way he's coming back and he's going to save Ray, and that makes me mad because that that bit has been used so many times in so many stories. I'm like, really, 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 really. So in that regard, like we're throwing it, we're throwing a Skywalker, we're throwing a (laughs) no, but not just that, we're throwing a Skywalker. It is Star Wars, and we're throwing a Skywalker down a hole. Yeah, where he's going to come back out of that hole, he's going to be alive, and he's going to save, yay! And then he kissed, and, and like people laughed. People laughed in my theater when when that happened. And when he and then he died, and I was like, and it was just like, I don't know. I think they just had enough. Mm-hmm. So well, I mean, and I'll say this: happens look, when you kill people three times over and expect. When you when, when I, and I will say this: when I looking around my theater, it was a, the the um, the age group was very much you know Gen Xers. It was a lot of Gen Xers in that because it's a third because it's a Thursday night. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's the it's the hardcore fans who are there. They either got their kids in bed. There's a couple of them with their, a couple of the older kids, and like I will say, some of the the kids who were probably twelve or thirteen are there. They probably they definitely got a different way than than all the Gen Xers who were there. But like, there was a lot, like laughter, like <laughs> like that, we they, had they, people clap um, at the end. There were a few people who clapped um, at the end, and I, yeah, just a few. But then this, this is Thursday night by the way. on Thursday yeah. night, and then today, um, which you know is Sunday, there were a lot of children in the theater. Yes, a they lot, were. and one of them was crying. One of them literally cried after Ray died. He, I heard him say, "Everyone's time. dead." <laughs> the first time. And it was sad. I mean, how old do you think it was? Like maybe twelve? Sure. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't he was younger. younger. I think he was younger than twelve. Yeah. I think he was probably seven or eight. Okay. Um, it was I, dark. I couldn't see. But anyway, this was my third viewing, and so I saw it on Thursday night with um, my husband and Melissa. And my husband is very. Very general audience. I mean, his mom was a huge Star Wars fan when he was a kid, and so he's he's got some nostalgia to it. But he's 
by nature, I think, a little bit more of a Trekkie, which is totally fine. You know, science. You know, divided house divided. It's fine, but he he is a fan, and so he did not view it as critically as I did. Totally unsurprising. But he did not view it as critically as I did. And then Melissa was more charitable than I was. And then I had to go to Charleston to visit with a couple of friends of mine. And, and this was a tradition that we watched the Star Wars films together, the saga films together, as they came out. And <laughs> about 15 minutes in, Keller leaned over to me and he said, you don't like this movie, do you? Because I had, I had been very deliberately quiet like I didn't say a word about how I felt about this film or anything like that because I didn't want to spoil it especially for Ashley because she is a big Star Wars fan and I wanted her to enjoy the experience and he leaned over and he said you don't like this film and I was like nah he said you wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for the two of us would you I said nope I would not and he was like oh well, first of all, this is an entire conversation we're having in a movie theater, which was almost empty. Now, granted, it was an early showing, but it was opening day. Mm-hmm. And at the end, not a single clap. Today, not a single clap. Yeah. And I remember at most showings of The Last Jedi, claps. And today, when the the sort of the triumphal uh, scene where all the ships come in and the Millennium Falcon comes in. I'm like, people are supposed to clap at this. And nobody did. Because it didn't seem realistic. I and mean, nobody clapped and, at it the other day either. In the last episode, they put a call out there. Nobody showed up. And now all of a sudden they have like thousands or... And, know, and yeah, that's another thing that they retconned, right? The book Resistance Reborn came out in November of this year mm-hmm. and it was the premier book in the Road to Skywalker, The Rise of Skywalker stuff. Like this they want you to consume this before you see the movie, especially if you're a fan, right? Yep. They retconned Wedge. Yep. They retconned uh, well they retconned the heck out of Poe's backstory. Poe was insane. Because Poe's backstory is not a spice runner. Poe is no, okay? Um, they, they turned Poe and Han Solo. Yeah, they tried. Yeah. They turned Poe and Han Solo. They tried to turn Poe into Han Solo. And he's not Han Solo. He's not Han Solo. And they built this they built this shoehorned trio that no one gives a rip about. Nope. I mean, Poe and Ray don't even like each other. Yeah. Not really. No. They don't. No. And so it's like and in the comics, they haven't really liked each other all that much. And suddenly it's this, oh, we love each other. And we're all good. For-. And I'm just like, I want to vomit. I think but like even, po- even, even Poe and Finn weren't that close. They no. Go, I'm, no, I'm no Leia. You sure as hell aren't, is what he yeah. says in the movie. You know. Yeah. I mean, and friends bicker, but this stepped it up a bit beyond just bickering. And, well, and just, like and like Lando said, I mean, he said to him, "We did it together. Mm-hmm. We did oh, it." Oh, to- and they hammered. The, oh, we're gonna do it together. We're gonna do it together. They hammered that theme home, and it made me absolutely crazy that they just felt like they, and and the ex the level of exposition in this film sends me over the edge. If they were, if this film was good, it wouldn't need that level of exposition. No, trying to find 
something good from it after the first viewing when Sally walked out infuriated even though she got her kiss, which was not my expectation. My expectation was she would walk out and be happy. But, of course, I don't consume a lot of the books and things. Well, one of the things I'm not familiar but with thing that, that One of the things that it's it so talked about, especially that they've been pushing for the first two films, was we're going to bring balance to the Force. Mm-hmm. And, that's what, and that's one of the reasons I put it on my back. My, my thing was, look, Palpatine was... Dark and evil were actually different things to me. Death, death, if, 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 if the light side of the force is life, which we need, but the, for the universe to be in balance, we need death. Mm-hmm. And so the dark side of the force wouldn't be dark as in evil. It would be just the death side, of the, the death, the, re, the re, renewing of life. For the record, that is something that goes, that, that is consistent human storytelling. Right. And circle of life stuff, right? Because right. the lion survives because it eats the antelope, but, you know, the lion has a place, right? And, and it, it showed just, that in The Last Jedi. When she reaches out yep. through the island, she sees skeletons. She sees stuff in the, yep. like, decomposers yep. in, in the island. The Last Jedi does a much better job. Of that. And this, and it's not, it's, but so, so you, so he went back to good versus evil, which I can also understand, but it's not balance. Because in the end, you do not have balance. Mm-hmm. I would have ended the movie with all dead. Ray would have been dead. Ben would have been dead. Palpatine would have been dead. Because you already had Luke dead. You already had, everybody would have been dead. And if any, that's how I would end the movie. With them all dead. Because that would have been balance. The Skywalker well, would have well, been Or if, if you had to have a sad ending. Or you would keep both Ben and Ray alive. Well, that's what we were talking about in the car while you were out, Sally, me and Frankie. About, okay, if, if she's all of the Jedi... At the end, mm-hmm. that's what we're hearing. And then we've also been told by Palpatine that once she kills him, that she's going to embody all of the Sith. But she didn't. I, I don't Then I don't is that. she not now balanced with good and evil? So here's why I said no, I, didn't, I disagree no. with that. Because when that. Palpatine died, she died. So all the Sith would have had nowhere to go. So, right? So now all she is is fully Jedi. Yeah. There is no balance. There is no balance. She's because she is inherently good, is the way I view, I view her. She, she is inherently going, good, but she, I think she. This is good. also this also shows you that I mean she was born a Palpatine. She was born into the dark side, and it shows you that no matter where you come from, you get to choose your own. You thing. get to choose your own destiny. Right. You know what? That is a beautiful message that I would have been behind if there had been anything to latch onto from TFA. And I don't know of anything from TFA to latch on to to say, yes, they're building towards Ray Palpatine. And then they explicitly went in another direction with The Last Jedi. Yep. And both of those movies are canon, even though apparently J.J. Abrams didn't actually watch either of those two movies, even though he wrote and directed, or helped write and direct the first of them. Uh. So I, I'm i looking at that and saying, now that feels shoehorned in. It feels stupid. Mm-hmm. Absolutely stupid. And um, J.J. Abrams actually said, I I actually uh, have a picture of a screenshot of this, where J.J. Abrams said, sorry, I'm blind with my glasses on. Uh, J.J. here says, if you watch episode one through nine, he's in an interview. uh, It's inevitable that the House of Palpatine and the House of Skywalker will come together to maintain balance. Really? Because one of them is dead now. How does that work exactly? How does that work? Because that's not balance. And that's super frustrating for me as as a fan 
I, I just, I have a really, really hard time with this. And the other thing is, <laughs> this one is, is just infuriating. And that is that the Jedi are absolute awful people. Yes. Awful. Yeah. Because Ben Solo had been targeted by Palpatine his entire life. And if you don't believe that, we'll go watch this dumpster fire of a movie. Because Palpatine says in the opening scenes, I am every, every voice. voice in your head. And have always been. And have always been. Yeah. Okay, so that means that when Luke went into his bedroom and whipped out his lightsaber and lifted it over his head, he was seeing Palpatine, not his nephew. Right. Okay? And that is just... So wrong on so, so many levels. And you have to know that Ben was crying for help his entire life. And the Jedi didn't see fit to interrupt Palpatine's broadcast and tell him, no, you can be good. You can do this. You have the strength. They're not. It takes the memory of his... They're force ghosts. Luke did fine with it. Not only is he omnipotent, he apparently can catch a lightsaber and then lift a, a ten-year-old X-wing out of the water that canonically but, was missing parts. Which is exactly why this movie is so infuriating because we haven't seen that type of thing in previous. Like episodes. I said, they, they they took the Jedi. The Jedi, like if you look at it from the first six, and even the, the even the first eight, and all of a sudden they go from being like superpowers to gods. Mm -hmm. That was God. Like, Thor could not have wielded that much lightning at the end. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean... I mean, that's exciting and also infuriating. It's exciting and infuriating. (laughs) Pardon me, because like in, because in, you know, when he's battling Mace Windu and he uses that force lightning for the first time, it it physically distorts him. Mm -hmm. It physically... It physically distorted him. And he wasn't using near that much power. <laughs> because here's the thing. You, uh, apparently using a lot of the Force can kill you. Yeah. Talk to Luke. Wait, you can't. He's a Force ghost. Right? Except when he wants to be talked to. And right? Leia. And... It's like, it can kill you to use that much of the Force. It, so, I'm saying shooting out 10,000 bolts of lightning... But he had just absorbed the life force from which he would have But but it, which it would have still it still he dead. still like they were mostly dead. Only mostly dead. Yeah. But like I'm saying like sorry the Princess um bride. I know the um <laughs> it, it just it was so impure like they, like I don't know there's just so much about it that made me mad and like the more I think about it, like I said I looked and I was like wow I actually somehow like I guess the first time I was so excited I missed some things I hated it. Even though I hated it, <laughs> and now I hate it even more. <laughs> it's remarkable. Sorry, I'm shaking the table. That's why I pin my legs under the chair so I don't <laughs> shake everything in the house. Well, okay, so on Twitter, the Reverend Megalorian, um, she is a reverend from Canada, uh, she said, Remember how Anakin Skywalker, who had been manipula- manipulated and controlled and gaslit since age nine, never bothered to come to his grandson, even after he had shaken off the dark side influence, to tell him he's proud of him for finishing what he started? Mm-hmm. Thanks, Anakin. Bang on. You can't tell me that Anakin didn't know what was happening. If he's going to show up and talk to Ray, how can he not show up and talk to his own grandson? Right. I'm, I'm, I'm about to rage cry. 
I am yeah. about to rage cry about this. He's willing to talk to Palpatine's granddaughter, but he can't talk to his own grandson. Yeah. F you, Anakin. Right. <sighs> like when when uh, when um when Ben shows up to you know meet and he meets Palpatine for the first time, he's mad. I'm going to kill you. You're not taking this thing from me. And then Palpatine talks like, "Oh, okay, I'm good. Actually, you're right. I will go kill Ray now." Yeah, dude, just kill him. Like that, that that whole scene there when they met each other. He's like, "Listen, to that no." And I see and I see you know Snoke growing in a test tube again. And I'm like, "Really?" Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, "You know, like you are the dark side of it. You know it's tricky. It's tricky. Mm-hmm. It lies. That's mm-hmm. the like the evil. He is evil. He is like Palpatine is evil." The, if you leaving him to hang out and be around, mm. he's like, but I can give you all these Star Destroyer. And he's like, but why? You don't, you, you actually already winning, buddy. You know what? You I, have are, you, you already outgunned the rest of the galaxy. You mm. already outgunned. You don't need a thousand death, thousand death stars. <sighs> a thousand death stars with no GPS. Yeah. Oh my yes. gosh. Yeah. See, we got this tower down here on the planet that's going to tell us how to get out of here. We put these death, we forgot to install the GPS. <laughs> Yeah. How are we going to get out? We sent one of them out. We sent one. We just sent the one. We're going to just wait here with the other ones. Just, you know, we just going to wait. We don't know why we're going to wait. But, but our, command, wait. our command ship now, it has one though. Yeah. And they're going to come back. And it's just, you know, we're just chilling. Just chilling. We got some lemonade. It was so, like, some of that stuff was so dumb. Like, we sent one out to blow up a planet. And what? And at the end of the movie, what happens to the first order? I mean, all of a sudden the ships just start falling down. I mean, is it? Oh yeah, like so they just started falling like, out of the sky. Is it like Independence Day? Yeah, because they just the all fall down. They just all started falling out of the sky. I'm like, no, 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 because the first order would still be operating. Right, right. Nope. Apparently not. These ships cannot fly themselves out of the mall. However, we are able to get transmissions through, and people are rising up all over the galaxy. I, because we know that now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know that. Yeah, we're just going. I'm gonna put this little plug in there. That they are rising up all of, and then look at look at here's here's Jakku with an old Star Destroyer, and look there's a new Star Destroyer that's gonna fall down right beside it. So much more to scavenge, <laughs> uh-huh. and all yeah. the dead planets remain dead. Yeah, 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 all the dead planets get to stay dead. And oh my gosh, it, it was just... so ludicrous, so ludicrous. I couldn't like the suspension. It was way past what I could get past. It's so much. Let's talk about your um, relationship um, theory. Which one? Say it. Oh, you're talking about the uh, the thing I found funny? Because it is, like, in the comic you saw, and if you read anything, like, in a, in a way, it is it is presented that Palpatine is Vader's dad because he willed the Metachlorians. Definitely not genetically, okay? Not genetically, but he, he fathered, he space-fathered, he, he space-Jesused, he space-Jesused, that's space-Jesus, Anakin was space-Jesus. He space-Jesused Anakin. Uh-huh. So, Palpatine's the dad, and he's also... I mean, you don't get much more father than that. So, which would make him the granddad of Anakin. Mm-hmm. And he is also the grand... Like, I don't know how... Like, the, the whole storyline about how he also fathered another child. An actual child. An so, actual child. Yeah. And then, so his grandson through Anakin and his granddaughter through his other son. So, first cousins. So they're first cousins... <laughs> Sally is, doesn't like this, but I'm digging it. I think it makes sense. It's like, wait a minute. Palpatine was, was Space Jesus' daddy, cause he and he's also the other dad. Now, as far as we know, he might have 27 kids out there, too. Yeah. We have no idea how many Palpatines there are out there. We don't. We really don't. Well, we, we don't, but 
first of all, I'm not even going to respond to that bit of nonsense. But Space Jesus. But um, I would say this. That certainly does leave the door wide open to bring in another Palpatine grandchild, which would just reiterate that Palpatine, in the end, has won this thing. Oh, he absolutely won this thing. Palpatine has won this thing. There is no balance, and it's going to start all over again. And that's super frustrating for me. The other thing is, um, and again, <laughs> Rev on Twitter, uh, she had another tweet that I saved because I, I and by the way, I've asked her if I could say these things, and she told me I could. Uh, so let me get this straight. Baby Yoda can heal someone on the brink of death and barely break a sweat, but Ben Solo, half of a forced dyad that hasn't been seen in a millennia, can't resurrect his partner, the one he loves more than anything, without dying. Right. No. Mm-hmm. And then... None of it makes any sense. It's Star Wars. Well, at least there was an attempt to make some sort of sense on some of it's the Star fiction. Wars. It's fiction, Sally. It is fiction, but good storytelling. <laughs> it's bad storytelling. This is bad storytelling. So, yeah, yeah, it's fiction, but it's bad storytelling. That's why not everyone should be a writer. I am not a writer. And I'm I, not a writer. I, and that's why I am putting J.J. Abrams firmly in the camp of, if this is what he wrote, if this trash is what he wrote, then he doesn't need to be a writer either. Period. If he wrote this, he shouldn't be a writer. Now, if this is a movie by committee, and maybe it is, maybe, maybe it is a movie by committee, and he was told, no, you have to change this because fanboys can't have Ben Solo living. Fine. Whatever. But, I mean, even keeping Ben Solo alive would have made more narrative sense. Narrative sense. I, y'all, y'all are deeply in, like, entrenched in this American monomyth about sacrifice and how you have to pay for every sin that you commit. But that's we not just universal. Thought, we just thought that he shouldn't get the girl. If you're talking about y'all as in me and Frankie. Yeah. I mean, we just didn't think he should get the girl. But, Sorry um, for my eyes, y'all. I can't help it. Yeah, we already cup. warned everybody. We're, we're, we're we, said, we're, we said this was the libation episode. Yes. This is mm-hmm. the libation episode. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, makes no, going on the whole fame thing, thing, should I, shall I say Rose? Ugh. There you go. Totally caved to totally the toxic, caved. racist, sexist fans out there and said, oh, you know what? I'm going to keep Rose in here and oh, she's important because she's a commander, but she's not going to have a love interest and she's definitely not going to be on screen very much. <sighs> Aren't ever, Isn't everyone happy? No, we're not happy. We're nope. not happy if you cave to people who don't like diversity nope. because diversity is a life. So, so they caved and put Lu- a thing that looked like a loogie. Like you talked up a loogie, right? What was it? Claude? What was his name? R- Claude? Really? What is this puppet? Yeah. What is this puppet? It's Rose a loogie. Is, it's Rose a starlight loogie. Rose is canonically an engineer. You're telling me she can't work on the Falcon? No, I'm going to stay here and study old Star Destroyer. Before of... even, But even before that, oh, she's yeah. not on the Falcon. No, she's not on Falcon. Something about her in the movie even looked just kind of downtrodden. Did y'all see that? Downtrodden. Like, they, they so moved her so to the back. Like, Finn walks by and he just kind of, like, pats like, her on the back. Pats her on the, the shoulder. Yeah. You were at least more friends. If I walked past you, it, like, I would give you a hug, like, yeah. more than, yeah. more than like, like a, like an awkward pat on the shoulder. It was a total dude bro hug. Like, yeah. dude bro pat on the back, even. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of my bingo 
boxes was that there would be some sort of romantic interest there. And that has been, like, they've been moving towards that until, I guess, like you said. They took it out because, I don't know, I, like, who well, I really, all right, Rebecca Rowanhorse wrote Rise of the, or Resistance Reborn. Right. Which actually cannot, like, it was a book I enjoyed. It was well written. It was better written than some of the other Star Wars books that I've read that have been, you know, officially licensed and all that stuff. And so this is supposed to be, this is supposed to be canon. Right, and everything is. If it came from Lucasfilm, it is equal canon. Well, JJ was like, "Canon? Who this? Mm-mm. Right? Yeah. I, I write what I want." Uh, yeah. And and so Poe is now. They they made the guy the Latino man a drug runner. Really? Yep. How much grosser can it get? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna I mean, upset Sally right now because one of our listeners said that he had listened to a podcast and it said that this movie was complete and total fanfic servicing. I think it did do a lot of fan servicing, but it did it so no, fanfic. No, no, fanfic. Oh, fanfic. Uh, but I, there's not there's not enough uh, there's not I don't have enough information with that mm-hmm. to really like get into it, but if anyone had actually read most again, my corner of the fandom. If you have read Raylo fanfic, this is this is not as good. Mm-hmm. This has less character development. This has... uh, Most fanfic authors spend hours on Wikipedia going over, making sure that they're not contradicting canon. Going over, making sure that they get the right number of teeth on whatever and that the Deveronian's head is shaped right. And I mean, the amount of care that most popular fanfic writers take to keep themselves within canon if they're doing a canon verse... It's incredible, and and this notion of being derisive about fanfic writers is is really annoying. I I have written a little bit of fanfic, not really for Star Wars because I can't write Star Wars fanfic, but you just you have no idea how much time and effort most folks put into writing their stories that they're publishing for free for people to read and enjoy. Mm-hmm. And that is, I mean, you know, whatever this guy said, whatever. I don't, it, I don't see anything in here that is particularly. It, it's definitely not as good as most fanfics that I've read. And I will say also say this: yes, there's been Dipshin. Yes, there was Raylo, like romantic Raylo in canon. No one can say that that kiss didn't happen because it was nine seconds on screen. But. At the same time, it was like JJ was like, "Oh, you want Raylo here? Let me give you Raylo." And he, it, it's like me ordering a a steak, and he orders the steak for me, and then he chews it up and spits it out, and chews it up and spits it out, and chews it, up, and so and then hands me a mass half masticated cow and says, "Here's your steak." That's what I got. Ew. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, uh, I can't think of the author from is from Yahoo Entertainment. He said J.J. Abrams took, you know, the the Rise of Skywalker actually made the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi worse. Like the way he forced it back, like the, the stuff that you have to back for your thought. It makes those other two movies somehow worse because he just craps all over them. Well, and, and you know what's disturbing? I mean, and this is really disturbing. There's a big chunk of women. There's a large chunk of women that really loved those two movies. Really loved those two movies. I'm having to refill my drink because this is so frustrating. 
I'm tempted to drink straight from the bottle. <laughs> so, <laughs> seriously, there's a huge chunk of the fandom that really, this really, these two movies really brought them back into the fandom. And then this movie has not only isolated them, but it has betrayed them. And that is just so disheartening. What Because what this movie has said to them is, you don't count. You don't count. We don't care. And I'll be honest with you, I had left the fandom in terms of, I've always been a Star Wars fan, but I was not engaged. I was, no. Until until The Force Awakens came out. And then and I, it took me like a truth. It took me a year and a half to forgive uh, Kylo Ren for killing Ben Solo, or uh, Han Solo. And Frankie, you and I had conversations about, oh my God, I can't believe this. And we were just, oh, so... And, and so about a year and a half out, I was like, wait a minute. I have had too many people tell me that there's something else going on with Kylo Ren Ben Solo. Let me take a fresh look at this. And I and I got far enough away from the movie, and that movie really stuck with me. I'm like, I'm missing something. I don't get it. I don't get it. What's going on? And so I started paying attention to some of those friends who were like, oh, there's this dynamic. I think it's romantic. I'm like, nah. And so, But I started paying attention. And then... So I read thousands of words, tens of thousands of words of meta, talking about mythology, talking about how story structure works. And it was really bringing me back to my days as an undergrad in English and all of this stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I friggin' missed it. I missed it. And then I watched um, The Force Awakens with my Raylo goggles on. I'm like, now the movie makes sense. I'll be damned. The movie makes sense now. And so then The Last Jedi comes up. And to me, there there were really no real big surprises for me in The Last Jedi. None. Now, for a lot of the fandom, there were huge surprises. And they screamed and they hollered and all that stuff. But my response was, "Eh, it's canon. And and so now I'm going to have to take my own advice and be like, "Eh, it's canon. But at the same time, man, if you had just written this a little bit better... It wouldn't have been so painful because the truth of the matter is if J.J. and and Cristerio had written this and still killed Ben at the end, I could have handled it if it had been a good movie. But it wasn't a good movie. It wasn't movie. a good movie. It was too hard to drink. It was too compressed. It was too rushed. I mean, it just... It just the fan service that they had was aggravating. I mean, this festival occurs once every 42 years. I wanted to flip off the screen. Mm-hmm. So bad. Today, I, I actually... I, mm, 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 mm. I wanted to flip off the screen. And... I, I, it's not even Ben that got done the most wrong. It's Ray. JJ gutted this character. 100%. She starts out this trilogy alone in the desert... Sliding down a hill in her little scrap of metal, right? She's alone in her um, salvaged home, marking down the days as a nobody, right? And everything happens, blah, 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 blah. She goes on this big grand adventure. She meets someone who is the other half of her soul, canon. Canon, other half of her soul. He dies. She goes back to his 
ancestors' homes, not his home, his ancestors' homes, bears a couple lightsabers. And she ends the movie alone after sliding down a hill in the little silly uh, metal thing. She ends the movie alone, staring into twin sunsets. Except she has a droid, so I guess that makes it all better. But that droid's not even hers. That droid is Poe's. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows, as we joked about, Poe is in a serious relationship with BB-8. <laughs> no one in, else. Poe's in a very unhealthy relationship with that droid. Yeah. Okay. With BB-8. So that droid isn't even hers. She's got to right? get it back. She's going to have to get that droid back. And fine. Whatever. But even in this movie... They're in the festival in the desert on Pasana, and she's staring at these families, these kids, and she's relating to these kids. And you can tell she wants a family. She wants that. And what does she get instead? Sand. Sand. Well, she has a new family. That's not even with her. That is shoehorned in, and she has a soulmate that's dead. That is a that is a hole in her soul. Congratulations, Ray. Your whole life has sucked, and now you'll die well, alone in a desert. You know what? Ugh. What did Ray ever do to JJ? I guess we didn't get our happy ending. Oh no, you got that right. You got that right. <laughs> but you got that right. I guess that's probably the most real part of the movie, isn't it? Yes, well, it is. It is, there's, it is not a happy ending. And, and one thing uh, that people, is plus, life. A lot of people say it's a happy ending because the emperor's dead again. You know what this ending is? It's a sadder ending, but it's basically Return of the Jedi over again. This movie is Return of the Jedi again. So you want to complain about TFA and A New Hope? No, this is Return of the Jedi. And I tweeted about this because I got kind of heated about it. Uh, imagine me heated. Uh, but. I was really super frustrated with this because um, <laughs> there was even Ewoks. Yeah. There were Ewoks. We all got that. Just, just, and it was a complete fan service Ewok too, yep. right? Yeah. There's no need for those Ewoks. Yep, exactly. And so I said, um, JJ remade Return of the Jedi with a tragic ending called it good. He even used horses to help defeat a Star Destroyer a la Ewoks using logs on ATSTs. Checked off villainous ancestor, sacrificial death, but Ben has to die because he killed Han Solo, the favorite fanboy. Oh, and for good measure, let's make sure our strong heroine proves her strength by ending the movie alone on a dead planet talking to a crone, usurping the name of a man she never liked. Her journey was for nothing. One more thing. The celebration after the battle, pure return of the Jedi. Only this trio made no sense. There's so much wrong here. I just... And so I tweeted that out, and I, I stand by every single word of you're that. Right. You are right. Yeah. You are right. You and I agree. You and I agree. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, big ears. I need more. I need more alcohol. I'm gonna have, don't worry, y'all. My husband's going to come pick me up. I think there's I a disturbance drive. in the force that Sally and Frankie are both in agreement. Well, you know what the reality of the situation is? Frankie and I used to agree a lot on Star Wars, and then I started arguing with him. But, you know... And then, then, I, then I have thoughts. What do like, you think that? Why do you think that is? Because this why do, wonderful storytelling that's been occurring in this most recent. Because saga, I actually care more. This saga, this the last third of this saga made me care. Because I don't know why. Why would I be able to relate to kids that feel abandoned by their parents? 
Why would I feel? Why would I feel like that? So, yeah, of course. So this and 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 to me, I could see myself like I could I could relate to Ben's story because, but for the grace of God, there go I right, <laughs> and I could relate to I could relate to Ray's story again, but for the grace of God, there go I, and so I related to these characters, and. Oh, oh my gosh. So many people did. And then they did them wrong. Both of them. Both of them. And I've got issues with Finn's arc. Serious. And then that last really weird scene with Jana and Lando. I have. Was that creepy to you? See, apparently, I have heard, I don't know this to be true, but I've heard that, like, in an early script that she was supposed to be Lando's daughter that had been kidnapped. But, my God, you think Lando wouldn't have been beating the bushes looking for his kid? Or you at least would have heard about it, right? Right. You would at least, it would have been mentioned at some point. Mm-hmm. Or Lando's grit. I don't know. But, I mean, it was just a, and so it's left in as this sort of creepy, Lando, are you hitting on the 25-year-old? Let's go find it out together. I mean, I didn't take it as that. You so guys, that's, one, that's one thing I wondered. I was like, so I looked at you, I was like, how am I supposed to take well, see, I took I, it as he just wants to help her, and not as in he's hitting on her. I, but, because he's a good guy. Why? Where? What, y'all were going straight to the dark side. What the heck? I wasn't. I was just. I, I, was, I, was looking, <laughs> so I looked. I, I looked at you and I questioned. I was like, "How did you take that?" Because I just it was it was sufficiently weird. It was a weird scene. Like it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't here's, that here's, weird. Here's how they fix that scene with one line. Luke and I were, you know, when they're back on on piss on her. Um, Pisana. Pisana. Sorry. <laughs> For those of you who aren't on the joke, um, they're in Pisana, and he's like, "Yeah, Luke and I were here together, but I found out my grand. All he has to say is, I found out my granddaughter had been kidnapped, so we had to we had to part ways because I went to search for her." Mm-hmm. But that would have been. But who knows about the timeline? Right? You see what I'm saying? Like any yeah. any any little line like that, you could have like you would have left with like, oh, you when he when he had that line, then you'd have been like, oh, is it? Is that Lando's daughter? Well, you know what? Let me, let me and I'm going to say this, and, and I'm going to say this in the context of, I'm not sure I have the right to have an opinion on this, but I, as a historian, I kind of looked at Jana and Finn as, you know, being kidnapped as children and then enforced, like forced servitude into this, the First Order. To me, that felt like a reference to slavery. Yeah. And the diaspora. And, but I, I, I'm not sure I have... I'm not sure I have the right context to make a comment on that. I don't know if it's appropriate, but to me it felt like a service to that. So I hope I'm not offending anyone by bringing that up, but it really kind of felt that way to me. So, um, you know, it, it just, oh, man. And so this movie has been breaking my One heart. second, fans. Listen, that's the sound of an empty wine bottle. <laughs> just want y'all to know. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it's so bad. It's so bad. So bad, y'all. I mean, I have said this to you guys already, but in my little Star Wars groups online on Facebook, um, I've been hearing a lot of good reviews. I just think it blows my mind. A lot of people I really respect, and they're like, I really like the movie. I think it was the best of all three. And I just look, I'm like, really? I'm, and all I say is, I'm glad you enjoyed it. 
Mm-hmm. That's all I can say to it is that I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. But I think it's because those are the people that have only consumed uh, the cinematic universe and they're also not writers and they enjoyed like it was a very action-packed movie it had a lot going on how's this were you even disappointed in the hux arc oh my gosh yes i mean even yes. the hux arc who you didn't like i hated hux but like and i'm like like the whole thing i am the spy and then boom, we found the spy and you're like what I have what? never been so talked down to by a movie in my life. What? I, the Hux arc even made me angry. I'm like, how how could you make me angry about the Hux arc? I didn't like Hux. Yeah. It's just, oh my gosh. Um, I have notes that I took on my phone, and so I'm just kind of looking back over them. And some of it is like, oh my gosh. It like, it just kills me. Um... For me, the plot had some trouble because I wasn't really following exactly, like, he tells, Palpatine tells Kylo that he wants Rey dead. And then, Lots of times. <laughs> yeah, several times. And then Ochi or whatever was supposed to bring her back alive. But why, what, how does this even work? It's very, very confusing for me. And... When she shows up, then he goes. He goes in his whole exposition thing about you should sacrifice me, and we will become one. And I and I will. And I'm just like, okay, that's so much grosser than even what I thought it would be. And um, you know, it, it's just very confusing. Oh, and Le- Leia and Luke both know that Ray's a Palpatine, yep. and they don't see fit to mention that. Hey, you gonna find out something that's gonna make you really sad. <laughs> Yeah. Yo, granddaddy. (laughs) No, excuse me. Leia knows what it's like to have that kind of thing revealed without your, you know, without Mm -hmm. having that. Yeah. And so she would not have done that to Ray. Oh, but she did because. Unless JJ, you know, didn't read Bloodline, Mm -hmm. which is a canon book. Mm -hmm. And it just kills me. I just, I just, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. There were some things that were kind of funny, like even when, three even when, even when Kylo had put the mask back on, and then Hux is like, "Should we target the the city?" And he just sticks his finger up. It's very Han Solo move, like he would do to three PO, like because mm-hmm. Han was always annoyed by three PO, like just shut up, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 so I get the feeling that Hux to Kylo was very much this annoying kind of thing. It just put his finger up to shut him up and there were things that I really found sort of amusing here and there but most of the jokes in this movie didn't land not even the first time I saw it 3PO was was the comic relief as yeah. as, as he is I, I appreciated that 3PO had a bigger role I'm sorry I'm gonna have to go get a refill and let them talk for a bit yeah and I'm yeah. certain that the, 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 the scene when they you know the 40 we've joked about you we're, we're annoyed by the 42 year ago celebration but <sighs> There's three people saying, like, they have lots of sweets and da-da-da-da and dancing and all this stuff. <laughs> and everybody just turns and looks at three people. And, and he turns then, around. And three <laughs> <laughs> looks over his shoulder, too. <laughs> Who are you looking at? Who are you looking at? What, y'all see something back there? Maybe. Which, which maybe. led into the space quicksand thing. Oh, gosh. I'm okay through, sir. Not, not that you asked. But, <laughs> not that you asked, but I'm okay, too. Maybe we should talk about um, our bingo cards. 
and how we fared. Since we all know, since Sally told us from the very beginning of the podcast. That we were watching Beauty and the Beast. That she won. I've been saying that for two years, Frankie. You know I have. You, yeah, yeah. I uh, just, I thought, I, I, however, thought I was watching the Star Wars movie. But I was wrong. I was watching Beauty and the Beast the whole time. And that's why. Actually I, a bad rendition of Beauty and the Beast. It was. And that's why I put on my, I was like, here's my review. It's every Disney Star Wars movie you've seen. I don't think that that's actually correct, but okay. But it is. Sure. It's, it's Beauty and the Beast. It, yeah. it, it has an old wizard, which you admitted. Yeah. Well, right? I said that, yeah. Okay. And it's got an old wizard, and it's got who wants to take, who wants uh, to sacrifice her for power. It yeah. is. You were so right in so many ways that it was painful, actually. Yeah. It was painfully, it was like, oh if my only God. only I'd listen to Sally. Well, it's just one of the things is you can't, you can't sit there and go like, why are they making a Disney princess movie? Well, it's but except, except you're right. It doesn't have a happy ending like a Disney Disney princess movie does. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. But between like, you know, Tangled, where the um, and the, oh, what's the one with the um, Brave? You know, where the, you have a heroine and things who comes through. You're like, yeah. Except it's, it ends badly, and they do a, a bad job. They do a bad job. But it had yes. a knight in shining armor and all that jazz. Had a bad wizard. Had the same bad wizard that's oh, and. Oh, it was Beauty and the Beast. So Sally got how many? 16 or 17. Let me look again. Yeah. Um, I think I got 16, but it kind of, I'd get 70 if we think that Palpatine dies a permanent death. But, you know, in, in The Last Jedi, nobody dies. says no one's ever really gone. So I don't know if that's actually canon anymore. Um, we'd have to check with the story group, but apparently they have no control either. Um... So if I don't have that, and I might not, so um, then I think I have sixteen. Counting I my think I came in. I came in last. I got thirteen, and you got. Like Did 10. you have Mustafar on yours? Uh uh-uh. uh No, you had Yavin four. Yeah, I had Yavin four. Okay. I thought okay. Mustafar would be I, I, like that was one of my. I might have been on my. Now, I didn't say it, but it was one of the things I would have thought. Of. I, I thought Anakin was was showing up more than just as the force force. One force, of a thousand force forces. Um, force forces, yeah. Yeah, and and I could make the argument that there's a Rebels connection, um, but I also had animation callbacks with Clone Wars and Rebels, so I just gave myself one of those. Yeah, conveniently the one that gave me the the bingo, but you know. Yeah, whatever. I have right. several bingos. I, I came in last. Or more than one. I came in last. You got two. I have more than one. <laughs> two is more than one. <laughs> And I have four on seven. But more than one implies maybe more than two. Well, if you say Palpatine dies a permanent death, then his face did melt off. So then I'd have three. Yeah. But we don't, again, back to no one really ever dies. And who it's were just, those Sith? Who were all the people in the audience? Conjured. Conjured folk. Okay, how did he have the power to conjure them if he was being held alive as a puppet, basically? And the same way he conjured like, the an entire death? fleet. Yeah. Like, how does he have... If he can't even keep himself alive and walk around, but, how can he have the power to conjure an entire, like, audience and then thousands of ships? It's just very confusing. So that's where... Like, yeah. who built the ships? Well, it was that's apparently they, conjured. They're magic. That's what, they were what's magic. What's his name? Um, what's what? his name? The... Uh, um, what was his name, Sally? The admiral. It it wasn't it wasn't gra- it wasn't um, oh, the one Allegiant took- General Pride. It was oh, the yeah. guy sitting next to Allegiant General Pride. Okay, well, one of those guys it's said that there were a bunch of conjurers and, and soothsayers. Um, so that gave me the impression he was the guy that went to the ceiling. Yeah, mm. that gave me the impression that he conjured these ships. But then uh, the rebels were but, saying that it 
was built over several years. But here's the thing. We're going to need a we lot. We don't really know. No, you right. don't know. Because, because it's not clear. No, it's not clear about that. It's not clear. It's just so much that it's not clear. It's ridiculous. I'm, I'm so frustrated. Well, my number one thing was Vendemption, and I think it's really clear that Vendemption did occur. Vendemption happened. Raylo happened. I, you're, you're the one continuing. I'm not. My number Yay. one thing was Ray is connected to a Palpatine. One. Like, that was what Yay. I was thinking going in, you and know that what? didn't happen. Okay, I didn't take that seriously because I thought it was bullshit. Sorry. Explain to me what you saw that connected her to Palpatine. Specifically, Palpatine. It's just her dark side. She had to be connected to someone. Who was dark. And who it was dark. Be. No, she didn't have to be. But if she was going to be connected to someone, Who was the only person out there. Because yeah. she didn't have the mall horns. She didn't have, definitely didn't have those mall-like horns. Right. That would have been cool like, if she had seen her flip her hair one time. Well, why, was it, well, then yeah. why wasn't she like... A witch from Dathomir or one of Dooku's kids or something like that. You know what? She probably came to Dooku too. Like Palpatine's a granddad. You know, Dooku might have been her uncle. I'm sure Dooku had kids. I mean, why not? Yeah, Dooku was her like her uncle. You know, maybe maybe Grievous. Yeah, Grievous was in there. You know, maybe Grievous. Maybe Jar Jar. That's right. (laughs) So, Ricky, what was your number one thing (laughs) that you thought was going to happen? Wedge blows up something big. That was your and that happened. You thought it was gonna happen? <laughs> no, I I just so suck. I sucked. I sucked. Like I I mean like they had she had the Dagobah scene. Yeah, I didn't I sucked. I was all over like it was not what I thought. It was not what I thought. And That's because you didn't consume any of the leaks. I would not consume any of the leaks. I, I wanted and to this is this well. was like your honest opinion you know going what? in as someone who most of this most of this is stuff because I thought those leaks were BS. Yeah, you and did. And I told you as much. Yeah, you and did. So, you so, were giving me hard time about Reddit stuff, and, and so then you this, quoted Reddit stuff. I'm like, really? And, and I, you're sending a, me Reddit whenever okay, you were like telling me it's BS. No, no, I, it was a different redditor, and I said I think this oh, could be it was a different redditor. She was right. She was right. She was right. We can't argue. She was right. You were right. Like I said, my first thing was, you were right, you win. This movie sucked, and I'm pissed. That's what I said, right? That was like my first tweet after the movie. I was like, this movie sucked, I'm pissed. You were right. But but what I am saying, it was a different... Okay, it was a different Reddit post, okay? But. (laughs) But. um, And I didn't consume all the stuff she did. But I did actually. I read the leaks like one time. I said, "This movie, if this is the movie, it's going to be terrible." And so it was. I'm, and I'm choosing to believe that that's not right. So this stuff is not built on those leaks, by and large. This stuff is not it's, like Bendemption. Not built on those leaks. Bendemption for me was built. on That was I, in the leaks. But it wasn't built. I believed in Bendemption two years ago. But see, here's the thing. I well think, before the leaks. I believed in a Raylo kiss well before the leaks. And that certainly wasn't in the leaks because Jedi Paxis didn't like it. He called, oh, the his late, his last leak was... You oh, sent some- me an email saying there would be multiple kisses. Okay. And that's not Jedi Paxis. Those were not the primary leaks. My, my thing was the truth. Those I were was, not the primary leaks. Also, that came from somebody else. I also played it wrong. I will admit that. Because, like, you could definitely... Because I could have went with Ben Dipson. Because I knew Ben Dipson was happening, right? I knew Ben Dipson was happening. I was 99% sure we were going to see Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Because... I had Han... Bec- 
Because, because Carrie Fisher was dead and they needed to fill that role. Mm-hmm. So there was definitely things like that. I, I, like if I would have been playing to win, I would have played it a different way. I played it as if these are things I wanted to see. Yeah, kind of me too. Okay, the these are the part. things I want to see versus, like I said, like I, if, I think I would have done a, a better, like in hindsight, like if I were playing to win bingo, I would have been like, oh, well, we're definitely going to see this, we're definitely going to see this, we're definitely going to see this. It made the most sense for Raylo. And I told you that. I told you that a long time ago. I said, I don't want Raylo. But Raylo makes the most sense because Disney owns this now. This didn't feel like a Disney movie, by the way. Not a happy uh, Disney. There movie. was crying children in the theater. Like I said, less childhood fantasy, more adult, darkest episode yet. Yeah. Uh, so like I, I said, like, that's... but like as far as like the obligatory love love story, yeah. right? It's obligatory love. Like think they have to be. I there has to be an obligatory read love it interest that way. But okay. Yeah. But yeah, okay. like. But like, I don't think I don't think my Hux and Pride are not allies. I don't think that was obvious from anything. We had one picture of them together. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't find that was obvious. How much did Hux make? I mean, how much did that dude make? I mean, Hux make? didn't seem like he was for anyone but himself. So I don't think himself. that was that like big of a stretch. Right, but I am saying. But that's not something I would have pulled from leaks. Oh, you, you're you're keeping up with that. That's how you're. Open. No, I just saw that and said, no, nah, I don't think those two are friends. Of course, they're not friends. So I, I don't feel like I. I don't. I don't know. It's just Hux was. Yeah. All and, for himself. And it, it's just real super frustrating about this. But I mean, and I put some stuff on here that I wanted to happen that didn't happen, like. Han lives. I really wanted Han to live. I really wanted them to go into oh, yeah. the you world, went, you world went, between worlds world and between yank wars. these people out. And, and like, like part of me, the um, like I, I guess I presented like the Mortis arc about them being you know, the, the opposite sides of the diode of the. Uh, you know, right? Maybe you don't know. There are rumors <laughs> that the uh, that the the original script had the villain of the piece being the son. Really? Yeah. And apparently that was just too far out there for Bob Iger and crew. And they wanted to appease the fanboys. There were definitely appease, some parallels. And appeasing 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 the really loud we didn't like the last Jedi crowd apparently was Well this is it. I mean like even Snoke said, as as the light as the dark rises, so will the light. And so I, I, I took stuff like that to mean like they're going to come up and that's and And that's the way I viewed it. I viewed it. He was going to represent, like I said, and that's one of the reasons I put in the, like, the dark, the death, life cycle, the death, death is a part of life. Life is a part of death. And they are cyclical. That is the yin and the yang that I saw in the symbol in The Last Jedi. And that well, did not come. Well, the, the frustration for me here, like, Ben and Ray live and die together. I said that. I'm being, I didn't get it. Um, but so you would have been happy if they'd both died. It would have made more narrative sense. It would have made more narrative sense. Like I said, it would have made more narrative sense. Happy, no, because that that's not a happy ending. But it would have made more narrative sense, and I would have been happier with that than what we got, which is Palpatine winning. Right. I mean, Palpatine, if if he were alive, would look at this as a win, really, because his blood is the blood that remains. The Skywalker blood is apparently gone, unless it's not. Because where the hell has been? Because, you know, mom and uncle are force ghosts. 
But where's Ben? This is the guy who crawls we, out of... What was that Yeah, ending? why didn't he... Because was he never taught how to... Okay, so from my understanding of, of, of canon, Qui-Gon learned how to force ghost. Mm-hmm. And he passed that to Yoda, who passed that to Ben, who passed that, obviously passed that to Luke, who apparently passed that to Leia. Right. But, but uh, my but, understanding so, is Qui-Gon actually, as a force ghost... Taught that to Luke. As to to Yoda. Ben as a force ghost or to Yoda as a force as ghost. As a force ghost. He taught him how he to do taught it. He taught it. Yeah. So no one bothered. And, and then when Anakin died, Ben and, and Qui-Gon pulled him over. Right. So he was able to appear as a force ghost. That is my understanding of the canon of that. But apparently no one cares enough about Ben. I agree. To pull him over and teach him how to do it. Unless Ben's not actually dead. Which is fine with me, but the problem is... He disappeared. He disappeared, one. But the other thing is... Like Leia, like Luke. Like, like Ben. Like Obi-Wan. Right? Yeah. But that Obi-Wan. Not so, that Ben. The other Ben. Yeah. And Sith don't disappear. Right. So... so uh, and, and notice, notice Ray didn't disappear when she died. She didn't. So, where is Ben? Is he stuck somewhere in the middle? I think wow. he just did. I think he's dead like all the other people. I think you he's a think, force ghost. You think about, where was he? No, I don't think he's a force he ghost. Doesn't, they don't necessarily show up right away after they die. He loved her. He kissed her he on the mouth. He loved her. He went, but he didn't show up. He didn't, he didn't show, show up. up. So my question is, is he actually dead or is he not? And I feel like that's a question that we need a canonical answer to. I think he's dead because he disappeared. Like, and that's fair, but I'm saying to you, because we didn't say him, see him again, I'm not convinced, and I will not be convinced, like you weren't convinced of Raylo until you saw it, I'm not going to be convinced that How long did it take Luke there's to no show more, up? There's no more. How long did it take Luke to there's show no up more. after he disappeared? Well, there's, there are more canon materials, right? right? Project Luminous, whatever it might be, okay, is in the works, and, and the authors of that, Claudia Gray, Daniel Jose Elder and Charles Sewell and someone else. But those three authors that I just listed all have written stuff with solo connections and talking about Ben Solo. All three of them. Okay. So I think that it's possible that Project Luminous has something to do with Ben Solo. Does it? I don't know. I'm waiting to hear. But I will say this. I am angry enough at Star Wars right now. I will not be buying anything related to to the saga. (laughs) That was a high five, guys. Frankie and Sally just high five. I will not be relating anything to Guess who's who's not going to uh, Galaxy's Edge next next spring break? I have no plans to go to Galaxy's Edge either. Yeah. Okay. Hey, hey, Disney, guess who's... Guess these last... This no Skywalker Rises money's coming from this pocketbook. Sorry. This is where we disagree. I would still go to Galaxy's Just Edge. to see the Millennium Falcon? Just to see the Falcon. That's and only... the interaction between... I mean, it's such an amazing, immersive experience. I would still go. I'm, I'm having... Maybe in a couple of, Maybe in a couple of years. I don't know. I'm not there it's yet. too raw. I'm, I'm, it's too I, raw. I hurt in the heart. Too raw. Too I, raw. It's too soon. I mean, it, too it's soon. too soon. Like I said, we. I may take the girls um, back to Disney with like the dance studio or something because when I was dancing at Disney or something that might be something we do but I am not planning a separate trip for Galaxy's Edge whereas I would have I was talking about getting annual passes to Disney World because I was so excited about Galaxy's Edge I want to see I have no plans to do that now I want to see Avengers World now I'm out 
I'm going back to the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yeah, like I want Avengers World. I want wow. Avengers World. I want Marvel World. I want Marvel World. That's what I actually want now. I want Marvel World. What is the life of the podcast now? Oh, there's still a lot. Like, there's there's Baby Yoda. There's Baby Yoda. Okay. Next Friday is the last episode. We may have a bit of a hiatus, y'all. It's going to be fun. No, you don't get a hiatus. What do you mean I don't get a hiatus? No, no. We're talking, okay. You were just pushing me and Frankie just a few weeks ago about potting and... and No, no, okay, okay, let's be honest. We have to, like, next Friday night is the last Mandalorian. And I am Mm -hmm. in. I am in. Mandalorian owns me. But somebody asked me, it's like, hey, what can you... uh, So we do a, a, a gift draw at one of my families. They're like... What do you want for your gift draw? We, we have X dollars amount we spend. And there's only one Lego set that is Mandalorian related. The um... That crazy chicken walker. <laughs> yeah. And guess what I said I wanted? That. That crazy chicken walker. Because mm-hmm. it is Mandalorian. I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sit down with my three boys. We're going to put together that crazy chicken walker together. Because they love them some Mandalorian. I love me some Mandalorian. Baby Yoda all the way. I don't want to ruin the Mandalorian for you. Can't. I could talk about deeper things and all that stuff. No, no I don't want deeper things. things. That's no. just it. That's just it. It's not a deeper thing. So it's I'm a not, western. I'm not going to. I, so I, I said it's I a western to me. Ruin it for you. So not, not on this episode. To. And that's uh, Boba Fett's gonna be the next one. Boba Fett's gonna be in the next one. Those were definitely um, his spurs. Those were his. See, I told you that was him. Are we sure? Are we sure? That yes. was Boba Fett. That was, that was Boba Fett. Fett. You know, I kind of thought maybe it was Moff Gideon, but I, I I'm not. I'm not inv- like I don't actually care. Like, let's goes, like say to me, but... get me like the whole Mandalorian is fan servicing. It is. It is. Mm, it is for. Uh-huh. It is for. The, it is for. It is fan. And ser- I would stab Baby Yoda with a butcher knife. Oh my God! For Ben Solo. Do not. Don't even go there. When you saw Baby Yoda down on the ground and this guy on the speeder picked up, would you like? I'm, I was sat up in my chair and was you gasping. You will not hurt Baby Yoda. Sally, I we can't be friends. Whatever. Baby Yoda. You will not hurt Baby Yoda. I will 100% take a knife to Baby Yoda. IG-11. Brings, I, I, no, I know. IG-11 going to save him, right? I know he IG-11 is. IG-11 is going to save him. I've already said that. Yep, I've already I, said it. That, that the Mandalorian is going to have to come to terms with this hatred that he has for droids. And IG-11 is going to be super important. And he's going to be the one that like sort of saves the day. Whether it's saving the day with the Mandalorian and Cardoon or going and getting Baby Yoda, or both. Cardoon is also awesome. Cardoon is awesome. I love Cardoon, but she was and, that, and I was actually going to get you a Mandalorian pop that I couldn't find. The only one I could find today was Cardoon, and I was like, I don't know if he likes Cardoon as well. Some, so I didn't I buy that. Mandalorian's my dude. Yeah. So yeah, for we we exchanged Christmas gifts today too, so that was fun. Yeah, my uh, but Melissa's my, made me cry. But Sorry. my boys love <laughs> loved him some Mandalorian. Like they figured it out. Like I said, they when we were riding here because we had, we drove down to South Carolina today. I mean yesterday, and my, I gave my boys a choice. I had I had all I had all of the uh, Last Jedi in my van, and I had one Avengers movie, so they could pick from any Star Wars movie or one Endgame Avengers movie, which they saw not that long ago, and they're like, oh. Oh yeah, we want to see we want to see Avengers. Let's see Avengers, Dad. Let's see Avengers, and and and, and Avengers movie still gripped me in a way like it emotionally gripped me. And like I was like the Last Jedi. I mean, the Rise of Skywalker. I'm like, well, my nephew is a huge Star Wars fan now, and that's all my doing, and I can't let him down. 
by turning my back on Star Wars. I'm not turning my back. I'm not turning my back. It's my just... girls were all huge Star Wars fans. Like, are we going to see the movie? And I'm like, no, we are not. I will take girls. my. I will take my. I love. I will take my boys. How about this? This. I Padme, Padme, Padme. Don't pad me this. Don't pad me this. Live. Yeah, I'm going to live, but I'm not taking my daughters to see The Rise of Skywalker. I am not going to make my oldest daughter, who loves Raylo, watch Boone die. You have to tell them. You, I think She'll the biggest thing about your one old, of those kids crying. The biggest thing about your oldest daughter is you have to say, you have to tell them. Like, there's a couple things I have to tell them going in. Like, Chewie doesn't die. I have to tell them that. Like, look, I know you think Chewie's... Chewie's oh, my God. That scene. Why? Okay, so I, I I didn't buy into it. I didn't I'm like, either, I got actually shock, got, I didn't either, but shock value is the answer. I got so angry. That was one of the scenes I got. I was like, I, you're like, I'm supposed to believe that that uh that Chewie just died. I don't believe that for heartbeat because th- there was too many scenes of Lando and Chewie flying the Falcon that have not happened yet. And yeah, I, but we I all was, know that just because we see something in a trailer doesn't mean it's going to happen. Oh, okay. you know J.J. Abrams can go take a leap. His trailers are lies. He sits on a throne of lies. They they <laughs> gave up thrones this ending. Here's it. Here's it. You know what? Here it is. Here's the truth. J.J. Abrams had to stick the landing. That's all he had to do. Instead of sticking the landing with just like maybe a minor bobble, no. He fell, roll, took out the three top gymnasts on the U.S. Olympic team, and he gets up and he staggers off, and we've got, you know, a broken knee, a broken hip, and an arm out. Mm-hmm. Well, truth be told, my biggest concern was that Chewie lives, R2-D2 lives, and C-3PO lives. And they all lived, so I'm not And there's no, And the Falcon's still there, too. And the Falcon, even though I thought that we were going to lose the Falcon. But, Several times. They burn it. They, <laughs> yeah. It was on fire. <laughs> like, and he's mad about an orange round thingy on BB-8. And I oh know the Falcon's in better shape than BB-8. No, no, he's not. <sighs> I don't. It's not a healthy relationship. Like oh I believe, I believe that that life. Like I don't know. Do, so do, are droids alive? George y'all, alive because y'all have they, artificial y'all intelligence. Are, y'all are like, way when does it become than I am. sentient? Right. I mean. Okay, so you know what? We were talking about the bingo cards. Let's just run through the things that we got right. Uh, Melissa, what did you get right? Um, Ray and Kylo join forces to take down Palpatine. Ray is connected to Palpatine. Hux dies. Um, Ray, this was kind of a gray area, but y'all gave it to me. Ray or Sally gave it to me. Frankie, you haven't voted yet. Ray embraces the dark side to benefit the rebellion. I said that because when she kills Palpatine, she's killing him with the understanding that they're going to oh. union. They're going to have a union, and that she may actually end up, you know, having to deal with that. C three PO's memory wipe. Um, Palpatine lives. You said um, via spirit attachment to an object or to relic. an object, but I gave it to you, you because to of all those because, weird things. Yeah, he was there. attached to a bunch of things, and it was kind of like he wasn't living like naturally. Um, this is less of a childhood fantasy, more of an adult Ugh. film. It was the darkest episode yet. Um, did you take that one? I did not get not take Han Force, Ghost. Force Ghost because he was a memory. Okay, so I've had a, I've had a debate about that one. He's okay. a memory. Was he a memory forced by Leia? I don't think that's. I don't think that's. I don't. No, I don't think so. 
See, because one of the, so when, that's one of the debates I've had is because so. Leia hasn't disappeared yet. Right, and there, there's that's a whole other ball of wax to discuss that I don't think we can get into right now because we're already an hour and twenty something minutes into this. Yeah. But no, he's not a he's not a force ghost. He, is he a says memory. he's a memory. He's a memory. He says he's, he's, yeah. he he said because Ben says you're just a memory, and he said I'm your memory. Right. So so I'll I'll let that go. Uh, Ray and Kylo battle. Leia dies. Ewoks. Ray gets everything. Um, Kylo sacrifices himself to take down Palpatine, which is true, but also to help Ray. So it's mostly for Ray. It's mostly. But no, Although in the opening credits it says, you know, he's he doesn't want to lose his power, so he's going after talk, Palpatine. Let's talk about how. Let's not talk about how terrible the opening scrawl is. I can't even. It's a hor- it's um, like, Yeah. Yeah, Frankie, what'd you get? Um, there will be Ewoks. Wedge blows up something big. Uh, Dark Ray is like Dagobah. Uh, C-3PO sacrifices himself, sort of, because yeah, he his back. memory's wiped and he doesn't know he's coming um, back from that. Ray, let's see. Ray, Ray's what's that? You wrote it, dude. <laughs> Ray's parents get Ray's um, parents get better, better explanation. explanation. Uh, Knights of Ren die. Hux dies. Joyce play a bigger role. And I put Ray wins lightsaber duel. She does. She, she kills, does. She kills, she kills Ren. Um, that's it. And then and, and Leia dies, obviously. Yeah, I got Ben Demption. Leia dies. Uh, ben and Ray team up. Ewoks. Chewie gets captured. Uh, reverse Anadala right in the wrongs. And just to sort of explain that. Um, ben actually does what Anakin does not do. He loves Ray so much he sacrifices himself to save her. Like he apparently pushes his life force into her and that is apparently what kills him. Um, even though that doesn't make sense in the canon of the actual movie itself. Okay. Um... Let's see. Janet is connected to Finn. It wasn't the way I thought, but it was a connection. They were both stormtroopers. Um, animation callbacks. So, like, seeing the ghost in there. Did you see... Um, and then the Jedi voices, of course. Did you see the... Um, you pointed at another ship. Like, I saw the ghost a couple times. Yeah. Did you see another ship that you... I mean, did the, you, the, did you the ghost, the Colossus. The Colossus. Yeah, I saw, the, saw Colossus. the Colossus. Yeah, okay. the Colossus is in there in the back. Okay. Um, I didn't see that. Um... I just didn't. I the Colossus didn't. traveling through the mall, however, would have cracked me up because there was not enough room for that thing. I mean, but to move the, around. Yeah. Okay. But, but, because yeah. it's a Colossus? Yeah. Um, Palpatine, I did not give myself Palpatine dies a permanent death because we don't know because this movie sucks. Uh, Pride and Hux are not allies. Uh, Mandalorian callback. Baby Yoda shows us the first time force healing, which he's apparently able to do, no prob, yet, you know, Strongest force wielders in history kill them. Never mind. Uh, Dark versus Divine Union. Uh, I went with that and I actually emailed the. Um, Melissa and I had a back and forth on this one, but I actually emailed the um, the woman Marie Claire Gold of What the Force podcast and I asked her. I said, "Okay, this is how I'm interpreting what happened in." The movie, would you say that this fulfills Dark versus Divine Union? And she said, absolutely. It's grosser than even I thought. Uh, Vader's mask is in Kylo Ren's, Kylo Ren's personal quarters. Okay. 
that's pretty darn specific and I got it right and it was not in leaks that I know about anyway. Um, lightsaber fights, Huck's dies, and then Raylo kiss. So, um, Sally yeah. got all the treats. She got I a did. big old... She got the package, whatever the $25 package was. <laughs> Hey, hey, popcorn you know and drinks I'm too nice. with the Star Wars stuff I'm, on it that now she hates. I am too, way too nice to sit here and look at them for two years and say, I told you so, so I actually I made them actually That's yet to be determined. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll let you know. Actually, you will know throughout the podcast whether she says, and you can feel free to call her out on it because, uh, like uh, mm-hmm. Sally, you said you weren't going to call out them for two years. Yeah. It's been one year and 18 months. Well, I got, I got, I got six more. I got four more months, and it's not two years. <laughs> All right, I guys. can do it for twenty-three months, and that's not two years. It has been an hour and twenty-eight minutes of drinking and discussion of this movie. I think we've pretty much covered all that we need to cover. Is there anything else that we need to talk about, guys? Mandalorian comes out next Friday. Yes. It gives me something to look forward to. And then Andorian. Yes. Um, it's going to be good, guys. It's going to be good. It's going to be okay. And here's the thing. If you enjoyed The Rise of Skywalker, I'm happy for you. I truly, truly am. I really am. I'm glad you got something that... that and how did you listen this long to this salt fest? But yeah, thank you. I was like, like, honestly, like this is our opinions, and I get that. But congratulations. I'm glad you found something... To make you happy in this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I truly am. I really mean that. Yeah. And and I'm still a Star Wars fan. I'm still a Star Wars fan. I am definitely still a Star Wars fan. I'm just right now really, really raw. Because I feel like... I should be raw because Sally got her kiss. But... There was some... I don't even care. Dude, when I get the high def of that, it's over. It is over. They're going to just get random shots of that in the Facebook Messenger. Oh, look what I found. Um, no, that would be, I guess, a form of I told you so, but man, it would be so enjoyable. I told you. Uh, she but, will be reminding us until uh, the end of time. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, so... Where can people find us? Yes. Sally? You can find me as Palmetto Blue on Twitter. I'm fairly active there. And on Instagram, also as Palmetto Blue. And I can be found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as Paxi Babe. Uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter as GooniFet. Okay. Uh, how did you want to sign off, Frankie? I'm actually going to go somewhere else. Oh. I'm going to say, I love you 3000. Aww. And I am going to say, after watching this episode, may the force be with you. (laughs) (laughs) And I am going to say, save Ben Solo. All right. Bye, y'all. See you next decade. Bye.